the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Silicon Valley Business Connections, brought to you by the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce, where diversity and opportunity are one. From education to employment, entrepreneurship to innovation, this program is your weekly connection to the latest trends and opportunities taking place all across Silicon Valley. Host Carl Davis Jr. talks to the rock stars of Silicon Valley and offers you engaging interviews and insights from local, regional, and internationally acclaimed business leaders, entrepreneurs, and community leaders to help you stay connected. Now, here's your host, Carl Davis Jr. Hi, I'm Carl Davis Jr. and welcome to Silicon Valley Business Connection. I'm your host, but I'm also the president of the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce, where we help all small businesses start, finance, grow, and even exit their businesses. The best way to reach us and find out what we do is go to our website at blackchamber.com. That's blackchamber.com. My guest today is Mr. Matt Thomas, a good friend of mine. And Matt has done so many very interesting things. Everybody's going to love what the information Matt's going to give us. Matt was the former president emeritus of the San Francisco African-American Chamber of Commerce, brother of mine. He's also been the president of the African-American Equity Institute. He's also was the former director of the San Francisco Urban League. And right now he's the president of Visit San Francisco, and he's the publisher of Global Travel Media and Destination Thailand News, audience of Silicon Valley Business Connection. Welcome, Mr. Matt Thomas. How you doing, Matt? <laughs> I'm great, Carl. Thanks so much for the introduction. <laughs> well, Matt, those were a lot of titles and a lot of things you've done. You know, people don't know you like I know you. Matt, would you give our audience, just tell us, who is Matt Thomas, Matt? <laughs> Already, I'd be glad to. Now, <clears throat> Carl, as you know, um, if it wasn't for this pandemic, uh, I'd be living in Bangkok. Uh, where, <laughs> and I'd be uh, there with uh, you. Remember, I was on my way over there. <laughs> I remember. I remember. I'm sorry you didn't make it. But um, uh, I got hired by uh, uh Global Travel Media, mm -hmm. uh, which also owns Destination Thailand News, and uh, they um, made me publisher of those two publications, and uh, I was based in Bangkok. Uh, moved there um, early last, uh, actually in 2019. I moved mm -hmm. there early 2019. Mm -hmm. uh, and um, came back uh, once the... Um, pandemic hit so badly uh, globally uh, and have been back here since. But um, uh, looking forward to getting back to Thailand sometime soon. Uh, as you know, I I've worked in the travel industry for many, many years. I mm -hmm. um, was a 
in-flight supervisor for Continental Airlines mm. uh, for several years, and um, then I got into sales for uh, three different airlines. Um, the last position I held was a VP of sales for Alaska Airlines. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I got into the incentive travel market, uh, and uh, while I was on an incentive trip uh, in Jamaica, I met a great couple, Saul and Glow Herbert, who are the um, publishers and editors of Black Meetings and Tourism. And they did ask me to uh, be a contributor, to be a writer for them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, so that that's what started me off on uh, this incredible journey I've been on for the last uh, 20 years, and it's just been Amazing. Uh, so uh, it, it's been fun. Uh, it, it's been exciting, and it certainly has uh, helped broaden my mind and my scope considerably. <laughs> well, Matt, you know, I know this is a, a time that's a little bit challenging, quote unquote, when people talk about travel, right? It's a little bit tough right now. You know, your vision of travel, Matt, what do you see? you know, in the upcoming future for travel? What do you see? Well, uh, there's no question. Uh, This is the most challenging time I've I've ever seen in my life Mm -hmm. um, as far as travel is concerned. Uh, And it it, it, had a devastating impact Mm. uh, across the board. Uh, Obviously, you know, when you've got a travel publication, mm-hmm. you depend on your advertisers mm-hmm. to provide you with revenue. Mm-hmm. Uh, these are your hotels and your airlines and your restaurants. But, of course, if they're not getting revenue, mm-hmm. they're not going to be spending any money with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, we've not just my publications, but mm-hmm. all travel publications have mm-hmm. been taking a very serious hit uh, economically. So, um, you know, we had to back up a bit. Uh, mm-hmm. and um, hold on the best we could, and, and we have mm-hmm. held in there. Uh, things are, we're beginning to see a little light at the end of the tunnel. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm now getting some advertisers to come back slowly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, what, what, obviously with the vaccination, mm-hmm. uh, uh, vaccine that is uh, becoming available, uh, certainly here in the United States, it's going to make a big difference, but uh, uh the vaccines are being distributed globally, uh, and uh, that's our only hope uh, because uh, currently the program that many countries have in effect mm-hmm. is not working. Mm-hmm. Thailand being a classic example. Uh, mm-hmm. If you want to go to Thailand now, mm-hmm. uh, you've got to uh, do a 14-day quarantine. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you can't do any exploring around the country until you've spent the 14 days in quarantine. Mm. Now, many individuals <laughs> don't have that luxury of right. uh, taking a whole month off and spending 14 days in one location and then another two weeks to travel around the country. Wow. So uh, it, it, it's been a uh, devastating hit to Thailand. Uh, so I'm hoping that uh, with the vaccine, Mm-hmm. Uh, and the different protocols that uh, mm-hmm. the uh, airlines are now introducing and some other countries are, are trying to get a little creative with uh, uh, taking a test 72 hours before your departure. But mm-hmm. even then, uh, when you arrive, you still have to quarantine. So th- this is a major problem. And 
uh, I don't see anything changing uh, in that regard until these vaccinations start really uh, spreading broadly and, and, and uh, people then get their card. I myself mm-hmm. got vaccinated last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I go back for my next uh, shot on the 29th. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they provide you with a card from the CDC that you get oh. laminated. And uh, that is sort of like now your new passport to the world, in a, which your, you know, wow. your U.S. passports. Well, wow. so, so you have to get so you have to get your second one. So you have to get your second vaccine shot before they'll issue you the card, huh? Right. Exactly. They don't, yeah, they don't give it to you until you get that second shot, and they put the dates on it, uh, uh, and it's an official CDC card, mm-hmm. uh, and um, you you take that you know that, and I'm going to test this. Because mm. uh, I'm I'm scheduled to go back to Thailand in March, mm-hmm. uh, and to see um, uh, are they going to? Uh, in my particular case, quarantine mm-hmm. is not an issue. I've got an apartment there, right. uh, and I can uh, uh, easily stay for two weeks and not you know be concerned. But I, I do want to test this out, see how the government of Thailand handles this, and um, then report back on uh, how this procedure is working. Well, Matt, you know, um, as a friend of mine and a former, you know, president emeritus of the San Francisco African-American Chamber of Commerce, this COVID had hit uh, black small businesses way heavier than other folks, because many of our very, very small businesses are considered micro small. Many of them don't have large, you know, cash flows of, you know, uh, cash reserves. Uh, Matt, you know, what have you seen? And maybe maybe it kind of blends into your, you know, your African-American Equity Institute, too. Talk a little bit about your views of this hitting black businesses in San Francisco or anywhere in the Bay Area. What's your thoughts? Right, or anywhere in the country, actually. Right. Yeah, uh, uh, it, it, it was a major problem. Now, as you may recall, when um, the um, United States government put out their first uh program to help Mm -hmm. businesses that were suffering uh, with their PPP Mm -hmm. program, Mm -hmm. a small fraction of African-Americans businesses Mm -hmm. got that, got those loans. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. This time around, Mm -hmm. uh, the priority, supposedly, Mm -hmm. uh, is that these loans are to go to um, businesses of color. Mm -hmm. But needless to say, uh, in order for businesses of, of color to take advantage of these loans, they've mm-hmm. got to know that they're available, who is uh, administering the loans, mm-hmm. uh, how to apply for the loans, mm-hmm. you know, how to follow up. Because what we found out from the last time around, mm-hmm. uh, the banks that were uh, 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 contracted by the government to administer these loans, mm-hmm. were giving the money, the loans to African-Americans. Mm-hmm. And so uh, one thing that the African-American Equity Institute has done is uh, partnered with uh, the Small Business Exchange, mm-hmm. uh, which is, uh, they can be um, found at sbeinc.com. Uh, uh, and they're putting together a program, and SBE happens to have probably the largest database of African-American businesses in the country. Uh, and uh, what they're doing is walking walking these small black businesses through the whole process, mm. uh, holding their hand, so to speak, uh, mm-hmm. from the time that they make that application until the time that they get their check, uh, and making sure that um, 
the follow-up is done so that the uh, money is put in the hands of these black businesses. So uh, this is going to be a major test mm. to see if we get some balance in how this money is being distributed. And uh, as you know, you've got this very small window mm -hmm. to put in your application. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's a matter of weeks. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, if, if we're not on top of this right now, mm -hmm. we will mm -hmm. be in the same shape we were when the last program was introduced. So we're encouraging all businesses that qualify. Uh, and even if you don't know you qualify, just apply. apply anyway and see if we can make you qualify. But uh, uh, SBE inc.com um and Matt, uh, and Matt, and Matt I want to Matt I want to hold you there I want to hold you there because I want people to know how to contact you <laughs> so I got two publications okay all right so uh uh we've got eglobaltravelmedia.com you're absolutely right mm -hmm. uh, then I've got destination travel news com so uh uh either it's way global travel media.com and, and destination ThailandNews.com. So I can reach at either one of those. Okay. Uh, well, let's do this, Matt. I want to I wanna leave it right there because we're going to take our break. I want people to know that uh, we'll be extending us on the second half. You're listening to Silicon Valley Business Connections. Bay Area residents, we need your help. The coronavirus has affected everyone, and that includes Silicon Valley. Nonprofits that help small businesses like our Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce are in dire need of support. Your support helps us support and assist small businesses with workshop webinars and even one-on-one -on -one technical training for free. Please give, whether it's your time, your volunteer expertise, or donations. Go to blackchamber.com. That's blackchamber.com and see how we help Bay Area communities. And now back to Silicon Valley Business Connections. Welcome back. You're listening to Silicon Valley Business Connections. My guest today is Mr. Matt Thomas. Matt, uh, Matt is the publisher of uh, Global Travel Media and Destination Thailand News, besides all the other things he said earlier. Now, remember, if you missed the show or if you heard it one time, you want to hear it again, you can always hear it again on our podcast under blackchamber.com. That's blackchamber.com. Matt Thomas we were we were leaving the first half of the show, and I was taking some notes, and I put down the way that people could reach you was eglobaltravelmedia.com. So tell me, is that the best way to reach you? <laughs> that, that, that is a uh, great way to reach me. That's as good as any. <laughs> Besides for some smoke screens, Matt has done so many different things. I mean, Matt said earlier, you know, he's all, he's been involved with the Urban League in San Francisco. He's just been like a, a, just a, an evangelist for just bringing travel to San Francisco. He's now the president of Visit San Francisco. And uh, his stint in Thailand right now is not accident. And so, Matt, I want you to talk a little bit about, you know, when I think about African-Americans traveling, is there something special, Matt, that you feel, you know, African-Americans can do when we travel or like, what do you got for African-Americans in travel? Well, yeah, uh, there's no question about it. Uh, we are a special group. And when we travel, it's a 
special occasion. It's Everyone a party. Going to work. <laughs> it's a party, exactly. But it also, it, it's an awakening, uh-huh. you know, uh, 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 for the world when they meet us, yeah. uh, which is why uh, uh, out of the African-American Equity Institute, uh, was born Black Ambassadors. Mm. Uh, and uh, that program, it, it, it goes back, and I'll give you a, a little quick history. Mm-hmm. Uh, several years ago, I had a conversation with Senator Dianne Feinstein about uh, Japan had been displaying mm-hmm. um insulting images of African-Americans mm. um, and uh, uh, Sambo Dows, uh, you know, in various things. Mm. Uh, and uh, this came to the attention of the um, leadership of the NAACP. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, they contacted me uh, and said they wanted to go to Japan uh, and um, discuss mm-hmm. uh how Japan needed to get its act together uh, mm. and and uh, 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 and to educate Japan about the African American community. So mm. I put your trip together, uh, and uh, I had 28 uh, individuals from uh, the NAACP. We had some uh, black legislators on the trip. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we went to Japan, uh, and interestingly, when we arrived at the airport and got on the bus that was to take us to our hotel, mm-hmm. there was a black sambo doll hanging from oh the rearview mirror on the bus. Oh my goodness! Uh, and I saw this, and I, I told my uh, interpreter, "What is this? <laughs> you know, I, well, what, what are they doing? Are they trying to insult us?" And uh, the uh, interpreter talked to the driver about. And the driver said, well, he heard it was an African-American group, and he put that up there because he wanted to welcome us to Japan. Oh, my He actually thought we'd be pleased by that. (laughs) And it made me realize it was just plain ignorance on the part of the Japanese. It wasn't out of hate uh, that they were doing what they were doing. It was ignorance. And uh, the whole group then had a totally shift in our attitudes. Uh, We realized this wasn't about being confrontational. Mm -hmm. This was about being educational. Mm -hmm. uh, And uh, what can we do to um, uh, change the minds and hearts of the Japanese? It turned out to be an incredible trip. And Mm -hmm. From that, it led to um, our bringing Japanese students from Japan to the United States to do homestays with African-American families. And then we mm-hmm. took African-American students to Japan to do oh. homestays with the Japanese. Oh, it was an incredible wow. program. Wow. But Look what at- happened was it, it got so popular in Japan uh, when we – had to wrap it up. We had over 200 Japanese students that wanted to come to America and I didn't have enough homes. To put them in. <laughs> so, uh, uh, we, but, but it, it, it did turn out to be something that was, um, very educational, very enlightening. Uh, uh, and it, it, it really did expand the minds of these young kids. So uh, your black, so your black as, uh, ambassador, your black ambassador program opened the door for that. And you're saying that, uh, this can go in many other ways, right? 
Well, right. And so what we're doing now is uh, not so much with the uh, uh, young students anymore, but working with adults as the black ambassadors to various parts of the globe. Uh, and it's a little unique, as you well know, Carl, you know, I've done jazz tours and, mm -hmm. and all types of uh, various groups around the world. Uh, mm -hmm. But uh, now what we're doing is focusing on uh, culture, Mm -hmm. uh, focusing on uh, uh, programs that uh, adults want to learn about uh, a country uh, to the point where they want, for instance, uh, we, we did a program in London, uh, we had dinner at the House of Parliament, we uh, were able to arrange with the, uh, in order to have dinner at the House of Parliament, you have to have a member of the House of Parliament have dinner with you. Mm -hmm. uh, so a contact that I had in London knew this gentleman by the name of Lord Graham, mm. uh, and um, contacted him, and so Lord Graham arranged for my group to have dinner at the House of Parliament. Wow. Uh, and. Um, it was incredible. You know, wow. we, we, we uh, uh, then we took the train from London after we toured all the cultural institutions and all, uh, took the train to Edinburgh uh, and uh, visited castles and, and uh, various other cultural kinds of uh, highlights. But it, it really turned out to be an amazing trip. Uh, so what we're doing with that Black Ambassador program is what we want to do is um, actually link those who are interested, who want a, a, a slightly different kind of international experience uh, with whether it's politicians or uh, uh, artistic leaders or whatever, mm -hmm. but we make, the, we make the appointments. We make sure that they're doing things that they, they couldn't pick up a Sunday paper. And of course, now, of course, nothing's happening right, right now. Yeah. But once all of this is, uh, uh, this pandemic is resolved to some degree, we want to start this again. But uh, it's, it's designed about helping uh, uh, our community explore, discover, and share the love globally. Man, man, that is so powerful. You know, many times uh, people think, and, and it's wonderful because I, I went to Africa and I loved it, right? You know, African-Americans going to Africa, that's a wonderful cultural experience. But I love what you're advocating as you go to London, go to Thailand, Australia. I mean, tell me about you, your relationships with Australia because you do work with Australia, don't you? Well, I do. Uh, actually, the uh, owners of my publication uh, are Australians, and, and uh, we're big uh, in Australia. We, uh, right now, our uh, Global Travel Media is a, a uh, daily publication every day except for Sunday, mm -hmm. uh, and we're averaging about 1.2 million views per day. Wow. Uh, uh, and we're really big in Southeast Asia, uh, particularly big in Australia. Uh, and just quickly, something interesting that happened uh, with Australia recently, uh, their Prime Minister Morrison uh, actually called out China about mm. this coronavirus mm. uh, and um, demanded that China take responsibility mm -hmm. for the pain and suffering that they've caused globally. Uh, and uh, suggested that uh, 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 China be responsible for um, uh, economic payments uh, 
because of the suffering. So China decided that they were going to uh, wage economic warfare against Australia. Mm. Uh, so they stopped buying Australian wine and wool and, and, and vegetables and everything. They, they, and, 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 and China was Australia's biggest trading partner. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So after uh, talking to some Australians, uh, I said, well, perhaps uh, we can, to some degree, fill that gap uh, mm-hmm. with African-Americans purchasing Australian wine. Uh, so uh, I contacted a local distributor here uh, and uh, got that conversation going. But what I told Australia was, if we're going to help you, mm-hmm. then what you've got to do is make sure that the indigenous Australians are benefiting from whatever we do in Australia, meaning, of course, the Aborigines. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, so uh, they agreed. And, and uh, I found out there were only two uh, indigenous own wineries in Australia. And I told them they had to do better than that, but we wanted at least those two mm-hmm. to be involved in the wines that were going to be sent over to America. Mm. Uh, so um, that that's the process that we're uh, uh, working on right now. And then Australia, the government was so pleased with uh, uh, the overture that we made that they now, once the pandemic is over, uh, want to bring African-American trade missions to uh, Australia. They want to do business with the African-American community. They want to uh, see if they can help get us contracts to, you know, do some uh, uh, international uh, business partnerships. Uh, so I, I, I was thinking if we can do that in Australia, why can't we do it with other parts of the globe? Man, I, so what I, we want to do... Go right ahead, Carl. No, no, no. I said I love that. You know, we got about a minute, minute and a half, uh, just so you know. Matt. Okay, fine. Thank you. Uh, but uh, so, yes, what we want to do is take African American businesses internationally uh, and uh, uh, open up a, a, a new frontier. There's a lot of opportunities globally, uh, and we want to make sure that our businesses have an opportunity to take advantage of what's available out there. Man, Matt, you, you're, you're just a wealth of information. And, you know, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about our Carnival Cruise Line, friend, because, you know, that's my heart. I always want to – I love cruises. Matt, we're just going to have to invite you back, Matt. <laughs> that's what we're going to have to do. <laughs> Matt, tell, tell people how they can reach you one last time, and we'll be ready to go. Okay, fine. Uh, uh, I can reach at eglobaltravelmedia.com. Well, this has been a wonderful program with Mr. Matt Thomas. Matt, we're happy to have you on. We look forward to bringing you back. And for those of you who are listening, if you missed the show, like I said, you can get a podcast of it under blackchamber.com. As I always say, you want to stay connected. You're listening to Silicon Valley Business Connections. You've been listening to Silicon Valley Business Connections with Carl Davis Jr. and brought to you by the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce. More information about today's show is available by going to the Chamber's website, blackchamber.com. That's blackchamber.com. Or call 408-288-8806. That's 408-288-8806. Copies of our podcast are available online at blackchamber.com. If you would like to know more about a specific guest or make recommendations for upcoming guests and topics, email info at blackchamber.com. Keeping you connected. Silicon Valley Business Connections.